And we're live. Welcome, everyone, to episode five of Bricks and Brits. <gasps> this time uh, brought to you with a character that has long since disappeared from this show. And we wonder the return of the king. The people's champion, Rogue Runner, is back. And, and just going, everyone? people are these that he's a champion of, you know? And how do they yeah. feel that they're being represented by such a Mickey Mouse operation? <laughs> it's great to be back, everyone. Thanks, Craigle. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah it's great to be back. Um, I apologize for nothing in the last two weeks. Um, I was building uh, Disney World some new stuff, so stay tuned to Disney World. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm really cool to be back. We're happy to have you, Rogue. Your, your fan base was, they were demanding you return. So we're happy to have you. And uh, you're now cool. three out of five. So I think that keeps you on the list of hosts for this show. Yeah, awesome, just. awesome stuff. We also have Very Cut the Craggle with us as well. I mean, we just kind of glossed over him because he's here every <laughs> week, just like me. So yeah, he's I'm here. Like a bad smell. You just can't get rid of me. We're happy to have you here too, Craggle. And if everyone, anyone's new to this, basically this is uh, Bricks and Brits. It's where I sit down with my two favorite UK detectors and we have, we stream for all the UK detectors out there and anyone else that may want to join, although you're not allowed if you're from outside the UK. And we talk about <laughs> Lego, non-Lego. It's just a conversation that just turns into whatever it does. And that's what I love about it. It awesome. really does. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it can turn into anything. Speaking of talking about things, Craigle has his questions, I think, probably, that we always lead off with here to make me look like a fool in front of all the UK people. Yeah, I, I do. And we, I, I don't think we've, we still haven't yet determined a good name for this, have we? I, I feel like by week five, we probably should have one. Mm. Uh, Any yeah. suggestions in the chat if you have some cool suggestions for the name of Craigle's Quiz for now? But um, Craigle's Quiz, Craigle's Questions. I don't know. Yeah. Craigle's Craggle's favorite cheesy questions. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's got to be a better answer out there, this, you know, for the name of this section of the podcast. But anyway, that's that's for future Craggle to, to worry about. Sure. Right now, I want to ask the first question to our our friend from across the pond. I'm already getting so, nervous. Mr. Brickitect, what if that is, is your real name? <laughs> if that is your real name, <laughs> what is Spotted Dick. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, Craggle just comes out firing this time. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I'm not even gonna repeat that because I don't want anyone clipping that. Uh, let's see here. Since I'm in the in the zone with chickens right now, <laughs> is is it a certain is it a certain breed of a rooster? Being is that 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 is a cock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like where you're going there. That's some lateral thinking. I like that. Okay. Uh, is that your final answer or is that just you you know, thinking out loud? It absolutely is my final answer. I feel very confident in this one. Okay. Um, I'm sorry to say that is the incorrect answer. Oh, okay. Spotted dick is a traditional British pudding made with suet and dried fruit, often served with custard. The spotted part refers to the dried fruit, whilst dick was a 19th century term for pudding or dough. Wow. So spotted yeah. dick. Okay. I would have had no idea. Did Now, is this something that you've had before? Yeah. Yeah, it's quite common. Can you say it in a sentence? What, as in, I had a really nice spotted dick last night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm contemplating uh, just ending this, and we'll not do this live in the future, and then we'll uh, we'll cut all this stuff out. 
this is getting I'll, out of hand. I'll, I'll play ball. Go on. Okay. What's the uh, any anyone? Okay, I won't even. We're not. We're just gonna move on to the next. It was one. very. It's very popular. Probably like mine and Rogue's parents' generation. It was a staple of like school dinners in like the sixties and seventies. Um, but it is. It's still very popular to this day. Have you had spotted dick, Rogue? Yeah. yeah. I have not. <laughs> I have, I have not dabbled in this cuisine, unfortunately. No? It's okay, Rogue. It's 2020. No, no, I generally haven't. I mean, had, Rogue, we, we won't judge you if you had a spotted dick before. I, I generally haven't had this. I'm sorry. The chat is kind of just question marking us. I don't even know if... I think this may be just in Craggle's household. I don't know. <laughs> it seems weird. You've heard of it, though, right, Rogue? I have heard of it before, yeah. No, I have yeah, heard of it, okay. um, but okay. I haven't tried it myself. Right, okay, here's another one for you. Oh, boy. If someone asks you to give them a tinkle on the old blower, what are they expecting of you? I mean, it's. I think this is like when you go to the bathroom, at like <laughs> like a public a public restroom. You walk in, and all the urinals are are full, right? And the, the all the toilets are full. Everything's full. So you just go over to where you dry your hands off, and you just let it fly over there. <laughs> oh my. God. I'm pretty confident in this answer. Final answer. Not phoning so a friend on this just one. Just to confirm, then you're going with someone. If someone asks you to give them a tinkle on the old blower, they are requesting that you urinate on the hand dryer. Yes, obviously. Wow, I can't believe this to say, Greg, but you are absolutely wrong. <laughs> oh, we're off to a great start, guys. You gotta be kidding me. How, how um, could that be anything other than that? If they are asking you to give them a tinkle on the old blower, they're asking you to give me a call or ring me. Tinkle refers to a phone's ring, the noise it makes when uh, you call a phone. And blower is slang for the telephone itself and refers actually to a device that predated telephones that was used on naval ships. So sailors would blow down a pipe that would then sound a whistle at the other end of the ship to spark attention. And that's where it comes from. That's incredible. This is probably the most educational thing that I've done all week. <laughs> and and I've, spent, I've spent four days in kindergarten so far this I mean, week. Honestly, who needs university at this point? Exactly. Obviously. How much are we charging for this class right now? I feel like all these people are getting one heck of a discount here being here for free. I feel like I would be an amazing teacher. If these are if this is the lessons you're teaching, I think it's unforgettable and people will really retain this knowledge. Yep, I think so. I mean, who needs like, you know national curriculum i feel like this is important life skills here does a phone actually tinkle though that's the question that i have i, I mean maybe uk phones are different phone. yeah yeah it's it, it's a it's a phrase that's got roots like in a, in a a yester generation you know so right right i mean i um, I, I don't normally say tinkle I, I normally say ring because it used to you know ring ring noise but i have used the term blower for the phone like all oh, the old blower right Okay, never have but, done that um, before. Breaking outside the box is saying Greg Rogan Craggle's masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm failing this one. Oh, man. Okay, so on to the third question. So far, you've only ever got question freeze right, and you've got two of them mm. right. The wow. streak continues. The pressure's on. So, I'm, 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 I was going to say I'm confident you'll get this right, but actually that would make me out to be a bit of a liar. Yeah. I... So here's the question for you. Who... Are the beef eaters? The beef eaters. Oh, I mean, obviously, this. Quit giving me all the easy ones, Craggle, for number three. Okay, <laughs> I didn't even know you guys had this in the UK, but we have a restaurant called Arby's, 
and they have this phrase it's we've got the meats so when you go in there the people that eat at arby's the patrons of arby's are beef eaters because they make roast beef sandwiches final answer thank you finally got it are you sure you don't want to use a lifeline are you kidding right now like right you you have phone a friend which We'll, we'll okay, say I'm, I'm a friend, which is me in this point. I'm phoning my friend. My friend is Rogue Runner. I'm gonna I'm gonna tinkle him on the uh, yeah. I'm gonna tinkle him on the blower here real quick. Uh, hey guys, just getting a phone call. I'll be right back. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Right. Okay, I was like, no, I was no, actually no. calling him. So okay. my 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 the answer is not that. Um, <laughs> what I'll, I'll, like the clue I'll give is think of people at Buckingham Palace who work there. Okay. Uh, yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, I, I think you're wrong too, Rogue. You're making me look better. No, 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 no. no. I'm not saying the exact answer. It's a clue. They you can't give me a clue. Palace. I'm phoning a friend to get the answer. It's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the worst game show ever. It's the Queen. It's the Queen's Guard. The Queen's Guard are beef eaters. Yep. I'm what? sorry to say that actually Rogue is wrong as well. Ooh, he lost his UK card. I mean, he's he's right UK in terms card. of them being royal guards, but they're not the Queen's guards. Uh, they okay. are the Yeoman Wardens of Her Majesty's Royal Palace and the Fortress, the Tower of London. And who is Her Majesty? The Queen. Boom, I'm right. Yeah, but they're not at Buckingham Palace. They're at the Tower of London. Right, but they're the Queen's Guard. No, they're not the Queen's Guard because in actual they're fact, they're, they are responsible for looking after prisoners in the Tower of London. But since Victorian era, they've also conducted guided tours of the Tower of London. It's the Queen's Guard. They don't guard the Queen. Right, so looking for a new host for a, a new quiz host. <laughs> so, how about those summer host. 2020 sets? And if you're asking yeah, about yeah. the name, they're actually no one really knows for certain where the name Beefeater comes from. There's lots of different theories. Some people believe that the first sort of incarnation of these guards were paid in rations of beef. Um, other people think that it, beef, there's a word, I think, in Latin that it sounds similar. That means king, and they think it comes from being king soldiers, but that isn't highly regarded as a real origin of the words. But it does go all the way back as early as the 17th century. Wow. Wow. Yeah. See, Arby's only goes back to like maybe 50 years ago. So I think, <laughs> I think your thing is probably more right than mine is. But I will I will go into an Arby's sometime soon and I will ask around and see if people are ever beef eaters. And I bet nine out of 10 of them are. I mean, there is actually a, a restaurant train in the UK called Beef Eater. And it used to have a picture of um, a beef eater soldier in the traditional uniform they have as the logo, but in recent years, they've changed it to a cartoon cow because apparently people got confused, even in their own country. So um, We would just like to say um, other restaurants are available, um, <laughs> including Olive Garden, because when you're here, you're family. We do want to thank all of our sponsors for this, including Olive Garden and all the people mm. that are in the chat. If you'd like to sponsor this right. episode, there's a way to do that. There's a little uh, dollar sign thing down there, and we'd love to feature your sponsored message. <laughs> see what I did there? See what I did? There? I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So basically, yeah. it continues then the streak of oh. <laughs> failure. I really thought that I had number three right, but that's okay. Should we move on to the less educational portion of today's episode? Now that sure. I've, I'm cowering in defeat right now. You're cowering in defeat. <laughs> very, like very, I'm so sad. I'm sorry. I'll try and get some easier ones for you next time. 
what's a flat <laughs> what's a flat that's the one i saw it in the comments and i was like oh craig will ask that one because there's one that i know but that would be yeah a little too easy i think yeah i think so now that you've told me you know the answer it's definitely going to be too easy mm, yeah 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 I mean, a few things that have happened Lego-wise, and I guess we are yeah. sort of flying this under the vague pretense of being a Lego podcast. So <laughs> There is the word bricks in there. I don't know if it's yeah. Lego or not. Mm. So uh, uh, do you want to talk about the UCS Moss Eisley set at all? Does that interest you? First of all, is it a UCS set or is it a Master Builder set? No, yeah, you're right. It's 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 got the Master Builder's yeah. uh, name on the top right corner, which is weird because they had that on... The um, what was it? Betrayal at Cloud City one. Yeah, they didn't have it on the Tanti five. Tanti four. Tanti four. Sorry. Fist. It's the fist. Yeah, fist. That was it. Yeah. Tanti fist. Um, I was thinking yeah. there because the thing is, recently they said it's, it's called Tantative or something. Is it some weird? Oh yeah, Tantive four. Tantive. Yeah. Mm. Tantive fist. Yeah, that that didn't have UCS logo or the the master. Um, yeah, it was strange. It was strange, it was but it's still a brilliant set. Um. This new Mossazi Cantina, I don't know. I think you said yesterday, Craggle, I'd like to see interior pictures first before I make mm. my final decision on it. Um, I'm not quite sold yet. Like, don't get me wrong, there's some brilliant minifigures, including a Thorian, which is great, especially for me um, and my Doc Ondas thing. That's cool because Doc Ondas is an Thorian. So the minifigures are great, but at the same time, you get Luke again, Obi-Wan. I think Chewbacca's in there, Han Solo, Greedo with no arm printing. It's like... I personally think Cloud City had better minifigures, personally. Um, you know, several minifigures with arm printing, leg printing, new minifigures as well. You know, Leia in her best man outfit again, Luke in his best man outfit. Um, and the land speed is cool. I like that quite a lot. Um, I'd like to see what the second building is as well. Don't know what that is yet. That's quite cool. The Imperial Spy is easily, in my opinion, the best thing about the whole set. Mm. I'm so happy to know the Imperial Spy at last. And he looks very accurate, which is fantastic. So yeah, I'm. It looks good, but I'm not overly sold just yet. It sounds like you're almost there, though. Almost there. Almost there. Like, it sounds like you're trying to convince yourself that you don't want to buy it. No, I'm going to get this set. I'm going to. Get this <laughs> His wallet's crying right now. Well, I, I hear what you're saying, though. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I I really like it. I feel like what's going to make this set is the interior and how good that is. I was also talking to Ryan last night about like how we think it's going to open up. Um, yeah. So I'd like to see that. Minifigure-wise, I feel like there's enough variety in there to, I think, you know, I, I, I feel like there's enough variety in there to make, to justify the amount of minifigures. I feel, I get what everyone's saying about, oh, there's another Luke and so on, but you have to have those in the more size the Cantina set. The one thing that does bug me is Greedo with no arm printing because it's like, come on, this is a premium set now. They've proven they can do arm printing, like, and and the, and Greedo's Greedo's jacket has such distinctive stripes down the arms that it looks odd yeah, without it. Now. It's very strange. It's it's, it's a cheap move, you know. I don't think yeah. the you know, I don't think printing stripes on Greedo's arms would have like raised the cost of the set that much. My biggest complaint is the like circular white spaceship. I know that is outside Mos Eisley in the film, but I didn't like it when they included it in the tiny little Mos Eisley set that was pathetic. Yeah. And having it here is just a painful reminder of that set. So I would have much preferred if they had, you know, done something like the suggestion maybe of the one that's like um buried halfway in the ground or I, I, you know what, I would take anything over that, be honest with you. Um 
yeah, I mean, I just look at the Cloud City minifigures and I just think... Now, obviously, I prefer the build of this set, the Cloud City build. But I just think the minifigure selection is okay, but there's something... There's not a, you know, 10 out of 10 minifigure here. There's not that must-have minifigure. Yeah, there's Imperial Spy, but mm. it's not, say, an arm-printing Boba Fett or a leg-printing Han Solo. You've you know, got Greedo wears his arm printing on it. It's very strange. Yeah, very strange. you've got the band though, and they haven't been out for a while though. Um, yeah, I mean, we've also got guys in the chat asking about price. I'd probably predict the same as Cloud City, three hundred pounds. I think that's a solid price. I think for this range, Master Builder range, keep around three hundred. I think that's okay. Um, Thirty-one hundred pieces as well, so I could easily see it being three hundred pounds. At most three thirty, but probably three hundred pounds. The Star Wars tax has to be added in. You know, speaking of Cloud City, that's kind of the reason I don't think I'm going to be getting this set because really? I bought Cloud City when it was on sale and I enjoyed it. Like the build was fun. It was great having it as a as a display piece, as a play piece. Like a playset was amazing. But then eventually yeah. came the time where it was like, okay, what do I do with this thing now? Like I don't really have a shelf space for it, so I ended up just putting it all kind of back in the box, still built, and that's where it's at to this day. And it's like do I want to spend that much money on something that I'm probably not going to display and maybe just have a build with? And then I looked back, well, this is kind of going against my plan, but I looked back at the old Moss Eisley that I had, which is, I looked it up, it's 75052. It's the one from, right? yeah, yeah, I had that one and I was like, hey, I already have this set, it's pretty cool. But then I look at the photo of that and I compare the two of these and it's like, yeah, it doesn't really compare. So I'm kind of like you, Rogue, mm -hmm. I'm, you're on the fence, like almost over the fence buying it. I'm like on the fence, like jumping back on my side of not buying it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm more put... Rogue is, I, I feel like I'm probably gonna get it. I. I feel like it's going to be a lot easier to display than Cloud City was. Cloud City was such an awkward shape that... You need a coffee table. Yeah, yeah. you need a round coffee um, table to put it under, yeah. you know? Mm. I mean, I've been talking um, to Brickinet, quite a, a good friend of mine, Brickinet, about this quite a lot. Um, he did a whole, there was a whole predictions thing in that. And um, one of the things like in his collection is that he has a lot of Tatooine sets. He's got Jabba's Palace, for example, and the Rancor pair. And that's kind of how I am with this, and here he is, Landspeeder, that if you have a lot of Tatooine sets already, this is great. But when I, when I look at this set, yeah, it's a cantina and great, but when I think of Tatooine, I, I would have preferred them to do a more of a Mos Eisley spaceport set than mainly just the cantina. Yeah, because we've now had a, and this is now the fourth cantina we've technically had, and it's like, there's so many other cool things in the spaceport um, that we even saw in the Skywalker Saga game trailer. It's like, I just compare, especially, I don't know if it's a fair comparison, this is Diagon Alley being released this year. Um, there's just something missing. Diagon Alley, they went completely different to what we all expected, you know, different buildings and everything. This is kind of what we expected. I'm a little bit let down by that. I'd like them to do a different Mos Eisley set than just the Cantina. They played it a bit safe, in my opinion. Um, to me, this is more of a set that they're trying to attract new fans to LEGO with this set, rather than mainly gearing it towards existing LEGO Star Wars fans. Um, you know, they've kept a lot of the same scenes on in previous builds, minifigure selection as well, like the coolest thing to me in the set is the Lars um, family land speeder and the minifigure selection. Like some of the minifigures are great, but you know, there's a lot of the same things I've already got as well. And it's just like, uh, you know, thinking of a 300 pound Lego Star Wars set, I shouldn't have to, you know, be only liking half of it. I should like all of it, but that's just not how I feel. That's for sure. It's just like, yeah, on the fence, I think, on the fence. Now, if it was a Disney castle set, I would have already bought it now. <laughs> no question. 
I think you um, make a good point there, though. If you're going to spend that much money, you better yeah. be in love with the set, right? Yeah. Like, if I think about it, you could probably get the 2014 Mosaisi Cantina. One of my favorite Lego Star Wars sets the last decade that I don't own. You could probably get that sealed for a third of the price of this new one. Which but it's only a third of the set, though, too. I know, but like, I would actually get a new Palace. I know that's I not going to happen because of all the controversy yeah. of the last one, yeah. which is ridiculous in my opinion, but that's never here or there. But I would honestly prefer to get a Jabba's Palace with a throne room and maybe like oh. a ranker pit underneath I mean, it. I'm very surprised because a lot in the predictions videos, Ryan MNR predicted this, Brick and I think talked about it as well, is that the docking bay for Millennium Falcon would have made a lot of sense. Mm. Um, UCS Falcon out right now, are the Millennium Falcon sets, the Imperial Spy being in the set as well. I'm very surprised we didn't get a docking bay scene in this set. Um, or I thought they were going to do the scene where like they're looking for C3 Penalty D2 and they hide inside one of the apartments. That might be the second building, I'm not sure, but... Yeah. Maybe um, that little side build is the door like where you know, C3PO and uh, R2D2 hide perhaps. behind. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I mean, I agree. It's, it probably is what, that, is what it is, but um, I don't know. Like, I would have also liked them to do something different where they reference different periods of Star Wars prequels for example mandalorian now i i know that was like you know there's like a one percent chance of it happening but it would have been different like diagonally is different no one expected diagonally set that we got you know so why can't lego star wars have that wow factor that's this has been one of my least favorite years for lego star wars in a very long time wow if you're i know craggle actually is working on diagonally right now so he maybe you could comment yeah. on your mm. thoughts on it so far i know you got a little bit of ways into it yeah Oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I didn't yeah. get anywhere near as much as I wanted built last night, but that's kind of part and parcel when you're doing a live stream mm -hmm. talking to people whilst building. Right. But, yeah, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of small detail to it. Like, some people will kick off and go, yeah, it's got a high you know, piece count, but there's lots of small pieces. But, you know, when they're used to create such intricate detail, I really I don't mind. And yeah. so far, it's been a really fun build there's a you know there's not been any sort of revolutionary building techniques that i've encountered just yet but I, there's been lots of cool little features that i've gone oh that's neat you know that's nifty um yeah. what, what i realized after i'd already opened the two bag number ones is that you can actually build it in whatever order you want because it comes oh. with four manuals and yeah. each one oh. is based on a certain building Sort of like uh, Voltron, like you do different different stages, or even um, I think it was a Saturn Five. You could split that up as well, and you can get three manuals, but you could split it up into three different sections if three people mm. build it. Oh, hold that thought. We have a donation here from Mrs. <gasps> Brickitect once again, who actually donated last week as well uh, to bring Rogue, Rogue back, and she said she's glad to hear Rogue is returned. Thank you very much for the uh, the kind words, Mrs. Brickitect. Thank you, Mrs. Brickitect. I have yeah. returned. He's we back. weren't all glad about that. Greetings, it, everyone. <laughs> I do think that Diagon Alley is looking like a beautiful set. And I will say, yeah. like, if you if you walked into a store and you saw the Moss Eisley sitting there and Diagon Alley, I think everyone's well, maybe not Diagon everyone, Alley. but most people are probably gonna go to Diagon Alley, I think. It's honestly now this is top of my head, not my final answer, but for now, what I can think of Lego this year, it is a contender for best set of the year so far. Ooh. Diagon Alley. It's you know, I was honestly expecting them, you know, to do the same set they did last time, just you know refine the builds and you know get Gringotts, Borgen and Burks, um, and Ollivanders. And they have surprised me so well. Um, I had no interest in the set whatsoever, but and I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. Like 
huge Harry Potter fan, and they have impressed me massively with this. Um, great minifigure selection. You know, yes, we get some repeat characters, but they have different outfits, for example. Uh, Lockhart looks great as well. The builds are really cool. Intricate details that Craggle mentioned. It's just so cool. Uh, I think it's going to bring back a lot of LEGO Harry Potter fans that might not have been in LEGO for a while. It's one of those sets so eye-catching. Um, and for city builders as well, it fits perfectly into a city, so it's perfect. I'm really, still really sad cool. that I missed out on the... Remember, I try to get promos anytime I can. And remember the mm -hmm. mini Diagon Alley that they came out with a while back? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. still sore about that because it. I think it came out like with like a new oh. wave high pot sets and it came out i think it was like a, a two to three weeks after the wave first launched and i bought them all on day one so then it was, was like it not around the time of hogwarts sorry what i want to say it was around the time of hogwarts the d to c hogwarts well, the big DTC one, maybe, yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think you had to buy a Harry Potter set to get it, though. I, I no, remember I made an order like a week or two before that, and then I got a promo that came out, which was that stupid... Um, it was like the minifig wall picture frame thing that you could hang up on the wall. Ah, it was so yeah. crappy. I thought it was actually better than it was. And then that came out, and I was like, well, I already made my order that I wanted, so I didn't get yeah, that frame. Yeah, I've got the, um, I actually have an Ollivander's promo, and yeah, it's a really cool one. And I'm glad the new Ollivander isn't the same minifigure, so it's different. So it's quite cool. Yeah. Like, I was hoping uh, they would bring that back though, because like recently they've brought back some old promos. They brought back the yeah. year of the rat when they did the new monkey kid stuff. They've brought back the Avengers Tower. Tower so I was yeah. hoping that they would bring back the Diagon Alley. But what they probably mm -hmm. will do is that they do bring it back. They'll bring it back next month after everyone's bought this on day one and get the second wave of people. Or well, maybe it's just a case promo. where they maybe they had kind of a lot of Avengers Tower promo left over. Maybe that could have been a case and I remember the Diagon Alley one was pretty popular, so I think it sold out pretty quickly. Um, so much yeah, case the power at the time, though, also sold out. I remember as well. It, 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 it was non-line for the full amount of time that it was... Generally, they say like... Oh, the well, I think it's the third time they've re-released that Avengers Tower promo. I think they've got it three times. I know, now. it's weird. But like when it really first strange. came out, they it was like to the 31st, and I remember like by the 20th, it was yeah. not anymore. It was like our stock. Right. That doesn't happen very often. I remember that happening as well when I was trying to get the 60th anniversary. Um, it was just like these little micro builds of classic yes. sets. Yeah, and that, that thing, like I was going to, I think I was going to order Ninjago City later that month and it was already gone. Yeah. Which is crazy. So fast. Um, yeah, that, that's, I mean, speaking of promos this year, like what's been the standout promo to you guys so far this year? The train, yes, that was a good one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's quite cool to get a double brickhead set with this. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one as well. Yeah, I, I can't really think of a standout promo. Like, I think I mean, last I, year, I, I, I honestly promo. thought that this was going to be a set that you would buy, like the Dumbledore and Ron one. And then, like, the American uh, calendar for the month leaked, and you saw it that, you know, yes, Agrid and Buckbeak was going to be a promo. And I was like, oh, really okay. good promo. Really yeah, good. so I, I much prefer getting like smaller companion sets like that, you know, rather than sort of beach towels, tote bags, and stuff yeah. like that. And what I'm very glad about with that Hagrid and Buckbeak brickhead is that there's no exclusive pieces, which is, I think, good for collectors because, say, you can't get diagonally or a hundred pounds or dollars worth of Harry Potter right now, in the future, you can still build this Hagrid and Buckbeak set, which yeah. I think is fair on collectors. Whereas, you know, the SDCC brickheads now have exclusive prints, so. It's good for Harry Potter collectors still want to complete the Brickheads collection, which I think is quite good. Is so it the I only way really you can get it is through this promo? Can you order it outside of that? No, you can't order it. No, it's only, mm. only. I honestly think they will probably re-release it eventually, not for a while, but eventually. Um, 
I but feel yeah, now, like, like I noticed before Corona hit, the start of the year, a lot of past promos, particularly poly bags, started showing up on the shelves in my local Lego store. And yeah. were like three ninety nine for a for poly bag that was like you know well, a lot of the Star Wars ones you know the the previous yeah. many figures yeah. that had like the cardboard uh, they, they've done that quite a lot over the past year or so I've noticed on shop at home like Lego Batman movie poly bags showing up and Friends mm. ones and Star Wars so maybe they are taking like before Lego stores never sold poly bags maybe it's just a new thing which I think is quite nice as well and um, they are now because in America they do it all the time but now we are slowly seeing in the UK at least. Yeah. Poly bags in stores, which is very refreshing because it's really hard to buy poly bags over here. The only place yeah. I found them outside of a promo is my local Asda, and it's almost always yeah. the same two. Like, there's a city jet ski, and like, there's the friends, mm. like the two flowers yeah. in a vase. And I remember um, a couple of years ago, like this is say 2012, 2013 time, there used to be a case where, unless it was a promo, the only way over here you could get a poly bag was through a newspaper promotion. Mm. Yeah, I remember um, those. Yeah. Yeah, that was the only way to get them. And you'd see people getting like 100 newspapers or something just to get the poly bags. And, <laughs> you know, it, was, it was crazy. And because it was the only way to get them. It, it was yeah. really, really you know, difficult to get poly bags over here. It's um, interesting to hear that because over here, basically every checkout you go through, like at Target, they have miscellaneous poly bags there. Yes. They've got them in bins. Like it, they're just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah, it's very strange. It's, it's it's odd. It's just it like it's like Rogue said. It's really weird. The ones that used to come on the newspaper normally it was like on the the Sunday newspaper. Um, I used, I never bought newspapers unless there was a free Lego promo. But that's what kind yeah. of tied me over during my dark age. Even though I kind of moved away from Lego for a, a few you know a few years, I still used mm -hmm. to get all those poly bags. And I used to be like. There was one with Lord of the Rings with Gandalf and the little side build. There was uh, yeah, I'm getting that one. four or five Spider Man. Was, I literally, from the, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was called Gandalf and Dol Gurdur, like G U R D U R. I think it was the name of the place. Maybe oh, yeah. It was a place in the Hobbit film, and there was um, a Joker one as well. There was one of was, Mikey from Turtles. That was quite cool. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, there was. Um, I want to say a Bilbo, no, a Frodo one with like a little fireplace build and like a wine glass and stuff. Wasn't that that was not Bilbo? Um, Oh, no, no, the Bilbo, the Bilbo one was a promo with the DVD. The Frodo one was a newspaper one. Oh, okay. You yeah, guys are yeah, saying these come in a newspaper? They yeah, used to, yeah. Newspaper. I don't know yeah, what happened, but they had a big, like, falling out the newspaper with the Daily Mail, I believe, yeah. Well, how did how did they do that? Like, I picture a newspaper being so flat. They just snuck it inside. From, like, any news agents, and then you have to go, I think it was either Toys R Us or, yeah, over here it was Toys R Us or W.H. Smith. You bring in, like, yeah. a voucher cutout from newspaper. And then they'd hand you the poly bag for free. Like they'd scan yeah. the voucher from the newspaper. And oh. you'd have to buy the paper, and then there'd be a page where you'd out. Well, what I found hilarious was I'd go into like news agents and I'd literally see newspapers and people ripped out the voucher page and just walked off. I see. I was yeah. thinking that they somehow stuffed it inside the newspaper. So it was almost like a part of the ads where you'd. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. It was funny though. If you went to somewhere that had the poly bags in stock, because it was mostly DePage uh, Smith or Toys R Us, and, uh, some other news agents, chain ones, did also have them. But I remember going yeah. to a Smith's to buy the newspaper. I put the newspaper on the counter and she just reached down and put the poly bag on top of the newspaper and said, that comes free with that. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I left the shop and I thought, well, technically, I've still got a voucher in here. So I tore the voucher, went back in, and was like, can I get my free wow. poly bag and got another one? So I had two for the price of one newspaper. Incredible scenes. Banker in your favor. <laughs> yep. Cool. Hope I don't get arrested. Yeah, like, I think it was Pirate, it was Pirate <laughs> Caribbean the that one year as well. There was the, the pirate mm. ship and there was a Jack Sparrow one. 
they were two of the ones one yeah year. i missed out on that one yeah um, again, I, I, that. Again, I think i had like three of that pirate ship um i just built a really big pirate ship out of three of them which is quite cool um, i mean got, like, actually yeah, uh, says bean and bargains have the popcorn cart poly bag for sale at the moment. yeah I didn't notice that. Was, uh, oh no! Yeah. So you know, if if people want to donate to Greg's course of making like the world's biggest popcorn carts tower, <laughs> yeah, I the hear that he's only got a couple. He's, he's he's you know he's he's crying out for some more. Honestly, I do have a goal, and it's going to sound crazy, but I want to get it so tall that I can wedge it between the floor and the ceiling. Oh man! Just oh, wedged. Man. <laughs> that would be incredible. To be fair, I think wow, I could get I there. I'd be impressed. It's pretty Most... basic pieces too. So I mean, I think I could probably just go on Bricklink and order a bunch of them and just stack them up. But mm. it, it takes away. Me, though, but that piece is only printed on one side. I feel like the... it should be at least on two. The popcorn. The actual popcorn brick, you know, that has yeah. like pipes on there. Yeah. Because from any other side, bar dead on, it looks a bit lame. I saw a video where a guy was talking about how it really isn't even a good set. And I'm I'm looking at his points and I'm like, yeah, I guess you're kind of right. Like there's a lot of things that are wrong with it. And it just, it just became a thing. Yeah. I, that's when I learned not to say like, Hey, I really am looking for this thing. Or has anyone seen this thing? Don't say that because bad things happen. It's, it's really bad when you kind of like something and then someone points out the flaws to you and that's all you can see. Yeah. Cause rogues done that to me a couple of times as well. You can't I mean, in all that. Fairness, I'm probably grateful for it because otherwise I would have bought the uh, the sets. What was it? The oh, I forgot the name of it. The one with the Ahsoka and the Ahsoka Trooper. Mm -hmm. I was gonna buy that mainly just for the Ahsoka figure until Rogue pointed out each that and every set. That armored assault tank set is so. Bad. I mean, I knew the tank was rubbish, but when you pointed out that the figure I was gonna buy it for was completely inaccurate anyway yep. i was like oh uh, i like yep. doing that with just miscellaneous sets like the tant of fist for example once you see it as a fist <laughs> you'll never unsee it the fortnite llama avengers tower it's it's always going to be the fortnite llama. <laughs> oh yeah that's a great one that's a great one i, I have that set. i pick up i'm just like this is a fortnite set put it back in the box never build it <laughs> you can't unsee some things like that and I have my tentative four on display at home. I'm like, yeah, that's it's the tentative fist. It's just from the right angle. If you position it just right, it looks like it, it looks like a fist, almost like the Rexelsior. It's like the pre Rexelsior. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, I'm surprised they didn't actually do the Infinity Gauntlet like that. Like I've seen mocks. I've seen people like take the kind of like. I think that's a hard again because Marvel Legends, um, they did the Infinity Gauntlet like. Um, wearable for an eagle on it, like products like like the helmet things they do with Hasbro. So Hasbro might have had to say they're saying you can't do this, yeah. Yeah, but they do helmets, and there's a helmet of Iron Man, uh, I guess. But like, but with that standout thing, the Infinity Gauntlet, they probably might have just said you can't do that. I would be all over that set if it was a thing, that would be so yeah. awesome sitting on your shelf, especially if you lit it up and had all the Infinity I mean, Stones. I know you've bought you know, Lepin and fake Lego and stuff off AliExpress before, Greg. I did yeah. see an ad. Uh, for one, I think it was AliExpress, non-Lego of the um, the Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet, and it looked um, phenomenal. It was like a full-size one with all the detail on there. And I was Wait, like, Craig, are you saying a fake Lego product looked phenomenal? It did. But don't forget, like, right, you know, so this, looking for a new host here. On this the is this uh, is the picture which they photoshopped within an inch of its life. You know, they make sure that that one is looking <laughs> right, pristine. Yeah. You know, unlike they don't have the pieces going the wrong way or anything like that, or <laughs> 
So uh, a friend of mine, speaking of Lepin, my friend of mine on Instagram, Paul, he sent me photos of a Lepin Optimus Prime, which actually looked amazing. Wow. And he's like, I'm buying it. So I'll <laughs> let you know how it is. And I was like, okay, let me, let me know because Clark and I would love that. But since Lego obviously is never going to make uh, Transformers and he sent me a photo of it and it looks awesome. But he also told me, I actually have a quote here. He says, I have it completed. I did have to use a power driver to widen the holes to attach his legs to the body. Oh, they were slightly God. deformed, but he's standing tall, ready to join the fight against the Clark Clarkcepticons. So it's like, <laughs> it looks awesome, but had he not intervened with power tools, he would not have been able to get the legs to attach. And that was Man. my experience with Lepin, if anyone's That's wondering. I, I had pieces missing, I had the wrong pieces, and then the legs like on the Hulkbuster, it just doesn't support his weight, so it's pretty bad. Right. But I'm going to hold that thought here for one moment while we accept this super chat from IC Dead People 35 a repeat offender here from last week. It says, who's looking forward to the new LEGO Star Wars? Ooh. Well, Maybe a video game? Yeah, no. Um, definitely. Uh, I think the trailer was great. Really, really happy. Um, uh, I'm very, my kind of main thing the trailer, I am so glad, for example, Sam Witwer is voicing, it seemed Palpatine and then probably Maul. Um, D. Bradley Baker will probably then voice the clones. Hopefully James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan. Uh, really, really cool that they're, you know, working with these incredible voice actors from Clone Wars and Rebels. The gameplay looks cool as well, the things they've shown. The pod race level looks amazing. Uh, as a kid, I was like one of my favorite levels, and the new one looks great. So, yeah, I just hope they change the levels up, really. Um, and it's not just the same, you know, levels we have before. Because we're technically only getting two new films worth of content in the base game. There's DLC they've announced later on, but can't wait for the game. I feel that like there's way. been such a gap between the games that they're probably hitting a whole new audience of kids yeah. that are going to enjoy yeah. this. Uh, I think I'm probably at that level too. Like it's not something that I would I, probably get for myself. I would just but like to say the, the promo is a joke. <laughs> What's the <laughs> promo? I didn't know the promo. It is, it's a milk figure where he's got like a. Do you know like when you drink milk and you get the milk mustache? He's got yeah. a blue milk mustache. Yeah. And a oh, Tatooine Luke, which is even more of an insult. Tatooine Luke. We've now got. Let's see. One, two, three. <laughs> or four if not five times this year alone land speeder obi-wan's heart cantina this promo and there's probably another set somewhere that he's in wow I mean, it's a joke even <laughs> the trailer it's return of the jedi luke why can't they've done that luke it's such i did idiot. think that like in the trailer Michael when they Marvel, have that Michael joke got the silver joke. centurion one of the best promo minifigures of all time and then the biggest ugly the most hyped lego game in a long time <laughs> gets luke tatooine luke with a little blue mustache <laughs> I mean, why? There's Maybe. even a silver C-3PO on the cover of the game. So There's probably I'll somebody out there that's... Summer 2020 says. <laughs> I like that's his passion life. for this, but there's probably like one person out there that's just like, this is what I've been waiting for my entire life. Yeah. There's this... one person. I thought it was funny, but it, it did make me think like in the trailer, like they do that gag where he drinks blue milk and he has the mustache and it's Return of the Jedi Luke, you know, Oh uh, like, Jabba's sail badge. So why is the Tatooine yeah. a new hope? Exactly. I don't. I don't quite get. So Burner Bill, who just made me feel even more fantastic. Apparently, Tatooine Luke is also in the advent calendar. So yep, five Tatooine Lukes <laughs> wow. in the space of a year. We can have a Tatooine Luke band. Happens to Lego Star Wars, right? Your Tatooine Lukes can fill up all of your. Popcorn, popcorn cards. <laughs> That's an option. I was going to say land speeders. You have all these land speeders. You can just fill up all the seats with Tatooine Lukes. I mean, literally, the land speeders already come with Tatooine Lukes. So you're going to have more Tatooine Lukes. We've got, we've got more Tatooine Lukes than battle droids in sets this year. I mean, for I know there's a 
popular <laughs> movement for the Tatooine Luke building armies. So this might be a thing too. Honestly, people are the five hundred first. People are building the Tatooine Luke armies. Wow! It's just what has happened to Lego Star Wars. I mean, the one, going back to what you were saying about the levels for a second, one thing that yeah. did pop in my head is. I, like Greg said, I think there's enough distance between the original Lego Star Wars, uh, you know, one and two games, and this one that they should have, you know, new levels based on those films. Yeah, you know, and they should feel fresh because I remember when they did Lego Indiana Jones, they did the video game and it was the first three movies, and then they did Lego Indiana Jones two, which was supposed to be the fourth movie but then they also had levels for one two and three and it was like the year after the first game came out so they were yeah. trying to make it different but it just felt like a slog and you Same, had to like, yeah you had to I mean, lego star wars to get new stuff so lego star wars 3 was the last new lego star wars game i played i haven't played four seconds but i've seen gameplay and it was cool because they added new levels so they were like sort of army building levels where You'd have to build barracks and bases and things to raise clone armies or droid armies and you mm. fight against each other in the day. That was quite a cool mode. Um, so that had quite a lot. Force Awakens, I didn't hear great things. I never played it. So I'm just hoping they add like an in the trailer you do see Mace Windu running around Coruscant. So that gives yeah, me hope scarred up as well. So like it gives me hope there is an open world mode, but at the same time, I'm very shocked there's no multiplayer. I'm really confused why there is multiplayer at this point. Mm. You, you can like, still do co-op, though, I'm assuming, right? You can do co-op, yeah, yeah. You can do co-op in that. Um, but multiplayer would have made it perfect. I mean, that's what I think a lot of the fans of the older games have been screaming for is, come on, multiplayer would make it... Br like, Lego Star Wars Complete Saga, it's a beloved game. Mm -hmm. So to not have multiplayer is very upsetting. Put a Battle Royale in it. Everything's Battle Royale these days. Yeah. Like, I've been waiting for this game pretty much since Complete Saga. So that's, like, what, <laughs> 2010? I can't remember when it was released, but a long time ago. And at this point, I probably won't get this game day one. Um, so just, just, you're waiting just, for a new, a new Lego Star Wars game? That's no, the it's probably going to be, like, 50, 60 pounds. So I'd wait for a sale, if I'm honest. And yeah. you're like their most hardcore fan, and that's how you feel. Yeah, just just let down. Sorry, I was gonna say at the moment I'm more tempted to pick up the episode one racer re-release that's on yeah, on the online store because I loved that I game when it came out when I was a I kid. Agree, yeah. It's just there are some amazing things with this game, but at the same time, there's just those little things. It's like the cantina; those little details and things where it's like. Come on! I mean, nothing about the trailer actually excited me for the game. I thought the graphics looked phenomenal, but you know, you don't really go into a Lego game for the graphics anyway. But it is yeah. nice to have it. Like I like you know yeah. when you've got like the stuff on them. But the gameplay cool. one, it didn't do anything for me, and that's surprising because I I love Lego games. You know, I know they pretty much mm -hmm. are one trick pony, and they, they just slightly tweak it each time to make it feel a little bit different but generally yeah. if you played one you've played them all but this one i was just like eh. and this game's been delayed three times yeah. when is it coming out now i saw it was supposed to be fall this year but then it may not be i now. think it's january next year it's, it's never year. coming out <laughs> maybe yeah, they're adding multiplayer we never get this game <laughs> it's, it's just gonna be one of the i mean in all fairness there's plenty of like star wars games that have never come out after being teased yeah. 
Battlefront 3. I mean, and, and even Lego games, like not Lego Star Wars, but there was a Lego Hobbit. They did the game of the first two films and they were like, oh, we're going to do a game of the third film when that comes out. And then they were like, oh no, we're going to do DLC. And then they never did. Never did. Yeah. So up. if you've got the Hobbit game, you literally play the first two films and have no closure. Mm-hmm. Which some people might call a blessing, given how crap the trilogy was in the end. But yeah. no. And speaking of blessings, Lego shoes. Uh, and now a thing. A or a curse. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about these. What, what's your thoughts, Rogue? So Adidas and Lego are teaming up to bring out the brand new Lego Adidas shoes. And guys, I can't wait for Lionel Messi to score in a World Cup final wearing Lego shoes with bricks on his shoes i don't know it's I interesting never thought that rogue would be a adidas wearing person he sounded way too posh for this <laughs> now i've just got this image of him walking down the hood like, like in, in his tracky bottoms really, going, what's up bro in it like oh come on now blood you're dizzy it's, about an that, it's an interesting concept but i do think who is actually going to be buying this you know, you know who? Like, i know who the people that would look good wearing these and that's five and six year olds <laughs> That's honestly like if I go back to my elementary school days, I could see a kid wearing these shoes in the very early 90s. I mean, at this point, Lego is pretty much creating a lifestyle. You can go out wearing your Lego Levi's jacket and Adidas shoes, and you can go home and type up on your Lego typewriter or play something on your Lego piano. Wow. And use your IKEA furniture, you know, Lego IKEA furniture as well. They're oh, basically... the IKEA furniture was such a letdown. It you was know, just so... a box. Yeah. It's just a box with some studs on it. Like, you know, IKEA supposed to be really inventive and creative with storage and furniture, you know, mm. creating these, these, these furniture that are really easy to put up, that have amazing, unique storage solutions. And Lego yeah. then, like, you know, they're going to they're come and bring the creative idea. You know, the only limit is your imagination. They're going to meld these two together. And what do they come up with? A white box with studs on top. Come on! <laughs> yeah, they that just come out and do it straight away. They teased it for like six months. Yeah, like, oh, we're release something amazing. And it comes out, and it's a white box with studs on it. <laughs> I could think of that. Like, come on. You UK detectors are fired up today. I love this. Is this oh. grumbling? Is this what this is? Grumbling, or is this more? Than yeah, that? this is bonding through negativity. I, I love that. Someone commented in the last episode that they really they agree with your sentiment on that, Craggle. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, you know, I, I, I do You're say not wrong. stuff that is, you know, fairly accurate. Oh. I, I do talk a lot of crap, but also I do sometimes say stuff that is. I can't think of the word. There you go. I've, I've lost it. Well, I, I get what you're saying. I think your your quota is once every hour you need to say something that's like meaningful or inspirational or um, educational. So I think you, yeah. you hit that in the last episode. Um, I was just I was just thinking about this as we're as we're talking about all these things. I'm pretty sure the only positive thing that we've talked about so far has been Diagon Alley. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I like it though. Oh, oh, wait. I mean, now I'm a bit happier because England have just scored. So there you okay, go. It's all good. Rogue's happy now. He's he's he loves, <laughs> he loves Moss Eisley. He loves the shoes. He's going to be. Honestly, Rogue disappears for two episodes. Then when he comes back, he can't even give us his full undivided attention. Wow. Well, oh, no, I just remember notifications on my screen just saying... You're so people. English, having the footy on the background. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Brickitex loving you getting all fired up, Craggle. Uh, uh, 
I want to throw the shoes question out to the chat though. I want to know what these yeah. guys think of like, are I we, think, are we yeah. just like not in that market or like, are we just not hip enough to rock yeah. Lego shoes? I mean, the, the Levi's jacket thing that does have me intrigued. The shoes I think is a bit of a stretch. What are you going like, to do with the jacket? You're going to put bricks all over your jacket. Well, yeah, you can like customize this is a it. I think way to get beaten up. Well, like no, like, there'll be some cool. The, the, these these products should come with free karate lessons because otherwise you're gonna get the snot kicked out of you. Probably. I mean, yeah. you, I you were in high school and you wore a Levi jacket with Lego bricks all over it, and you wore Lego trainers, and you're like, I'm gonna go home and play on my Lego typewriter. You would definitely get the snot kicked out of you. I mean, don't forget about I, the hat that you can put your little sig fig in the middle yeah. of on the studs. Yeah. The I mean, this does beg the question though. Lego partnering now with um, IKEA, Levi, Adidas. Is Lego now becoming more mainstream? I think because, so. Because, you know, with these big brands, you know, as well, like... Are they trying to become more mainstream would probably be a more accurate question. You know, I think with the 18-plus range and the success they've had with those sort of sets recently, I think it is mainstream? becoming... That's more special, you know? Yeah, like, I... I hear some right. cheering. Something good must have happened. I think it was a score again. I was going to apologize. <laughs> oh, is this um, where all the yeah. tea kettles turn on right now after the commercials come up? Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no. I think Iceland got a penalty. I think they just missed the penalty. Oh. Um, but yeah, like, I, I think that Lego is slowly becoming more mainstream now. We're getting partnering with IKEA and things and, uh, you know, these new adult based sets and stuff. They are trying to be mainstream, like Carol said, but I think it's working. I think, um, so I think Lego is far more proper than it was 10 years ago. Um, oh, and if you said, yeah. and if you said now to your mate, yeah, I like Lego. It's cool. They go, oh yeah, pretty cool. Like I, I think it is more of a, a cool thing now. I think they're trying to hit the adults that have disposable income to spend, and not necessarily the kids of those people. Yeah. yeah. Even though they're still trying to get those kids, I think they're I doing. Know, I, I still maintain as as much as I love Lego. You will not see me walking down the street with a jacket with Lego bricks on it. Come on, Craggle, please do it for the memes. And I would just like to say Iceland did miss the penalty, so I'm still happy. It's okay. <laughs> From the chat here, looking at the uh, the opinions on the shoes, uh, Rex says, I couldn't imagine anyone wearing those shoes other than Rogue. Uh, Dr. Green, <laughs> he's a Pringles fan, but not an Adidas fan. He says, I definitely buy them if they were Lego Vans. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Cy has a good point. I mean, I'll buy them to keep as a pair. They'll be collectible. That's a good point. They probably will be, yeah. Like, buy them, keep them in the box, and don't ever touch them again. And Cy uh, uh, also says, I want a Lego PS5, which I think everyone probably does. Have, have we seen pictures? Are they revealed the shoe yet, or is it just an announcement of the partnership? I, I saw a photo, and I don't know. If yeah, I saw a photo of them on Instagram. I mean, I saw a funny photo. Someone photoshopped them, like Lego Adidas shoes, under Lionel Messi, which was quite funny. Um, but that's all I've seen. I haven't seen an official photo. Of no, I've, I've, I've seen like well, it might not have been officially revealed, but I've seen what looks to be a promotional uh, picture of the of the trainers. Okay, shoes oh, are okay. a thing, though. Like. Most some people don't necessarily wear shoes, they do collect them. So this could be one yeah. of those things. But man, these things look they are straight out of 1991. If you look at the video on them, which I <laughs> oh, 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 I've just seen a picture. Oh, they have oh. the Lego tongue on them that has like the Lego logo Ooh, embroidered in. They are uh, they're every color under the sun, including yellow, blue, red. They're they're the green. I don't like them. But I think, I, do I think they there's a group. I don't um, know if they light up, which is a shame. They look, they look okay. They look okay, but I'm not as impressed as I thought I would be. They look okay. There's They're a green right. two by three brick that's at the bottom of the laces that you yeah. could put some studs on to customize if you want like, to. So they, how they long do you reckon now before Lego start making lingerie? I mean, they could. 
You know, um, Lego. If you're listening, yeah, Lego lingerie, listening. because in the bedroom, the only limit is your imagination. If you're a girl watching this, listening to this, which you're probably not, you if you want to start a Lego channel, buy the Lego lingerie and make yourself a video, and your channel is going to go. The views of Brickitect and Cut the Cradle do not represent the views of Rogue Runner. I don't even know if that's an opinion. That's just a fact. Yeah, you could. That, pull- that, that's just a fact. That's just. I mean, I would do it myself, but I think I would probably have the it would have the opposite reaction. <laughs> oh man! I mean, How, in all fairness, if someone says you're nervous about losing your virginity, you could say, "Yeah, I'm bricking it." Oh my! <laughs> no, okay. No, that's no, that's that's not okay. Let's please change the topic. <laughs> so I mean, those Lego yeah, city a, sets, non Lego related uh, subject. Something I'm actually quite excited. I wanted to talk to you guys about mm-hmm. is I started watching Cobra Kai finally today. Nice. I know you've watched the Cry Kid, right, Greg? Yes. Have you watched any of Cobra Cry? Uh, C- Cobra Kai, even? I haven't. Do they do? Do they sweep any legs in the show at all? They do. They sweep some legs. <gasps> sweep the legs. There okay. is legs sweeping to be had. Oh man! See, I thought this was like a YouTube original series. You said it, it's from Netflix. Yeah. It was. It was a YouTube original. What I think has happened is that. They did this, and it was popular, and they tried to go into their own sort of version of creating original content for streaming, like Netflix and Amazon Prime and so on. Mm -hmm. But really, the other shows, I think they did one that was like a a superhero, realistic-type, gritty show that bombed. The only success they've had is with Cobra Kai, so they've kind of basically shut that down, that division of producing content. And Netflix have gone, well, we'll pick that up because we can see how popular it is. So Netflix have commissioned season three. But in the meantime, both season one and two in completion are currently on Netflix to enjoy. So I've uh, I started watching. I've watched about eight out of the first 10 episodes of season one today. And I've been having a blast watching it. Nice. Really good. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna check that out. But there's another show that just came out on HBO Max. I got an email about, and it, it was intriguing to me that I'm gonna look into. I think this is the first episode's out. And it came out on September 3rd. It's called Raised by Wolves, and it's a Ridley Scott series. Oh, yeah. And uh, just the premise. I'm just gonna read it off Wikipedia. Here, it says Raised by Wolves centers around two androids, father and mother, tasked with raising human children on Kepler 22b after the Earth was destroyed by a great war. As the burgeoning uh, colony of humans threatens to be torn apart by religious differences, the androids learn that controlling the beliefs of humans is a treacherous and difficult task. But it sounded cool. It's it kind of sounded almost like a interstellar type thing where the their planet's under attack a little bit and they have to go find another place to live. So it was appealing to me for that reason because I love those kind of stories. Yeah. yeah. I don't the know. The problem is I find Ridley Scott is he's either fantastic or terrible. Like he has made some of the best films that have been made and he has also made some <laughs> of the worst films that have been made. And like I the watched an interview with this guy before and he said that Ridley Scott is only as good as the script that he's directing. They said, like, you know, he's a visionary, and if you give him a good script, he will take a good script and he will make it a phenomenal film. But if you give him a bad script or even let him you know be involved at the story level, it just turns into garbage. There may be good news for this one. Uh, I'm looking at the few reviews that are out. IGN gave it a nine out of ten, Rotten Tomatoes 77, and IMDB 8.7 out of 10. So it might be worth it, but I'll report back in a future episode. I mean, I lo- the last big Ridley Scott film I think I really enjoyed was The Martian. 
Have you seen that? I was about oh to say, God. yeah, I've looked up into The Martian, which is one of my favorite films. It's I love that phenomenal movie. movie. I love that film so much. And then I regret not reading the book. I wish I would have done that and then went into the movie. Really. Yeah. I mean, then, of course, you've got for every The Martian, though, you've got something like Alien. Um, what was it Prometheus? The one that they Alien Covenant, Alien Covenant, you know, that it's like, oh, god, but yeah, Prometheus was bad enough, and then Alien Covenant was just. <sighs> I like I the premise of Prometheus too, though. Like, I like that that mindset that I guess he's in, you know, even though yeah. the, Mar- the, the Martian really wasn't his thing, that was obviously a book already, yeah. But, but if you love growing, uh, potatoes and poop, that's your movie, <laughs> yeah. What I love about The Martian is that it's done like in the kind of style that they make films when they're based on true stories. It's like a vlog almost is what I felt like. It's like, it, it felt like, it's like Apollo 13, you know, like that kind of film where you know, it's based on a true story. You almost feel like at the end, it's going to say like, you know, like based on actual events or something. But obviously, you know, it's mm-hmm. not because you haven't gone to Mars yet, you know, but it's done with that level of like Detail. integrity. Detail. Yeah. yeah it's very like, impressive. Apparently the only thing that's unrealistic about it is something that comes from the book, and even the author has said that he was aware of this, but he needed it as a plot device, is the storm. Because apparently, because the air or the atmosphere is so thin on Mars that if it did have a storm like that, it really wouldn't do that much damage. But he needed something to strand. Right. He had to be, have a reason to be left there. But beyond that, everything else, from what I understand, l- listen to a podcast featuring him, was that he actually talked to people that knew were, yeah, like knew about this, and he was using actual science to figure out things you would or could yeah. be able to do while on Mars, and it was just fascinating. Yeah, That's pretty cool. much the rest of the science is down exactly, and even the stuff like you know that we don't have yet is based on like where the current trajectory is going in terms of you know advancements in technology. Really, mm. really great film. Mm. So, so what could they have done? Kai, but there you go. How do you what? get left behind on Mars w- in a realistic way? Do they pack everybody up and they're like they're flying away? And they're like, wait, we left Kevin yeah, at home. I, I I couldn't think of another way around it, so I'm willing mm. to give that a pass. Yeah. Did I leave well, the stone? Well, going back to Cobra Kai. Who would yeah, Cobra, sorry, I, I cut your entire Cobra Kai thing off. That's all right. I was gonna say, who would actually like to see like a Karate Kid or Cobra Kai themed Lego set, like? Maybe do you cool. think they could do a Karate Kid Lego set? Like, they've done some '80s properties already. Um, just I just don't think there's that much they could do, really. No. Like, it sounds inch. Like, there's probably something they could. I just couldn't think of a a particular set based on Cobra Kai or. I haven't seen the Karate Kid personally, but Cobra. I mean, Kai, I would buy it for the Mr. Miyagi sig fig or minifig. I'd just be done. Yeah, yeah I, I'm in. I mean, they've kind of referenced it in the last minifigure series. The, the minifigure that looks a lot like uh, like Danny in there. Yeah. So um, I even call him like the Karate Kid because that's yeah. just what he is. He's Ralph Macchio. Basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. What would be the actual build? I just, I feel like there's a lot, like I was talking about this whilst we were watching it with the missus and there's a lot of like 80s nostalgia hit now because I feel like the people who were kids in that, that decade you know the the 80s and early 90s and now sort of becoming that you know those parents or that you know coming into like adulthood and media is is cashing in on that you're seeing a lot of like things like stranger things um Mm -hmm. even like the the new ghostbusters movie is going to be a pass of the torch and like the makers of cobra kai i read an interview they were talking about it being a generational thing you know with the characters who were kids in that film now being the mentor type characters but it's still Mm -hmm. being their story so it's wonder woman 84 as well yeah. yeah, 
I just feel I, I'm just thinking like you know that there's a market then if Lego are doing these 18 plus sets and that's kind of like aimed at the same demographic. Menez, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. apparently the best in Lego Dimensions packs were the ones based on 80s properties, and there was a lot of them yeah. in the second year. Yeah. Because how popular the ones that were in the first year were. Like we had Gremlins, Goonies, A Team, um, Knight Rider. I would love to have some of those as an actual set, you know? Right. It's just like, you know, there are these 80s themes that are popular right now, but I think they have to be very careful as to what ones they do choose if they are going to do them because these set cards do very well or very badly, you know? And like also as well, like if they are popular at first, could they sustain their popularity? You know, we see that with a lot of the modulars and such, you know, and a lot of kind of the big sets is like when they first get released, everyone's like, wow, it's amazing. A few months later, no one's buying them. They're sitting on the shelf and it's, you know. I so bet you if it was an 80s Disney theme, you'd be like all for it, wouldn't you? Um, depends on <laughs> what they do, really. Like if it was a Tron set, then of course. <laughs> I think Craggle thinks that you only like Disney and that's it, Rogue. Which may well, be true. He's, he's incorrect. He's basically though. the Disney version of Jim Blade. Well, Possibly. you're incorrect, but, but your opinion is wrong. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. How does Jim Blade get into every one of these episodes? Yeah. That's what I want to know. I don't know. Oh, there's there's so, a yeah. theory that every conversation on the internet will eventually, if given enough time, go back to the Nazis and, and Hitler. I feel like there's a there's a theory that every single live stream in our group will eventually mention Jim Blade. Oh, uh. It's inevitable. I'm not about to say Jim Blade's a Nazi. I don't know if we've already said that. So, Jim Blade's a Nazi. <laughs> no, I did not say that. Oh we can make you say that. I have editing powers. Well, I've already said that I enjoyed a nice spotted dick last night, so... I, I think this one's this has been off the rails since the beginning. Maybe we should have the chat bring us back on, or even further off, for that matter. Should we open it up? See what they yeah, let's about? see what the chat have to say. If I mean, this guy, I don't know if I trust at all. He says, uh, it's DJ in a blade says uh i should be a guest at some point we'll have to do a fan vote on that i mean i would i would then reply with his other comment of let's not do that <laughs> or absolutely not absolutely not. Um, we had earlier um night calm i think k-a-r-m um mm -hmm. ask we speak about harry potter and they asked greg have you read the harry potter books have not i just watched the <gasps> i'm Come sorry on. You like, I haven't Greg read the harry potter books he's only just watched the films i barely had enough time for that <laughs> we are reading right now. I'm reading Clark this Minecraft book that we got mail from somebody out there, Ooh. and it's actually really good. It's the the premise of the book is that this person has been sucked out of the real world, and they're in Minecraft, and they don't really understand oh, what's okay. going on. They're just dropped in, and they're trying to figure out how to survive. And bad things are happening, like creepers and stuff. And it's really fascinating. And it's one of the first books that I've read to Clark that doesn't have any pictures in it. And it's kind of crazy that he's paying attention. I think to it. I saw that the mail attack when you got that. I did watch today's mail attack actually, and noticed I got a name drop again. <laughs> Always. Yeah, you are the new Lego freak. Whether that's good or bad, I'm not sure. You're Clark's favorite Lego person. Oh, he's my he's my favorite person as well, Lego wise. I don't oh. know YouTube favorite kid I know, kind um, of. Craggle <laughs> being the being the uh, Mister Hidden Side, Craggle. We've got breaking outside the box asking, do you mm. think Inside is actually ending? Now, I'm literally fifty fifty on this because I've heard stuff about um, it ending this year. And that's not really being disputed, apart from the fact that I've heard rumors that it's not ending as in it's done, gone, never to return. It's going on a hiatus because we're getting a mini Ghostbusters theme next mm -hmm. year. 
And basically, they don't want that on shelves the same time as Hinside because they think they'd be too similar. Mm-hmm. So that Hinside is going on a hiatus for maybe a year, maybe a little bit less. Kind of like how Brickheads did, you know, when they didn't have any like licensed yeah. Brickheads for a year. Um, but at the same time, the Ghostbusters sets were supposed to come out this year, apparently. Yeah, and well, we're this actually get the adds to wave it. at the same time. Yeah, but this adds to it because the third wave of Lego Hinside is completely different to the first two. It's got a brand new bad bad guy. It doesn't have gloom like you know how it did before. It's like you know, it's got Namarim the Harbinger rather than Lady E, who was the big bad of the first two waves. And the magazine doesn't even touch that. So what I've heard is that the third wave was actually a gift almost because of Ghostbusters being delayed that they kind of did um, to fill the gap, basically, as a title. And that's why that there's no magazine tie-in. There's no episodes that tie into the third wave. Um, It it was basically something that they were developing, but, you know, they weren't planning to release when they did. Yeah. Because they knew in advance that Ghostbusters was going to get delayed anyway before... So. That's an interesting theory. No, that's a, thanks for sharing that. That's like a really cool theory. And and the important thing to remember as well is that Ninjago took a year off, and look at it now. So did it really? Think, yeah, Still Ninjago survived. 2013 was technically cancelled, and then for a year we got no Ninjago sets, and then we got the rebooted line. Wow. So themes, so, you know, themes can come back. Yeah, uh, I remember when Ninjago was cancelled. Everything. Yeah, I can remember it. Um, um, Doctor Green here um, is asking. Um, Will Universal Monsters replace Hidden Side potentially? As another, maybe like, whilst Hidden Side isn't going on the next year, could we see a brief hidden, say, uh, Universal Monsters? So far, we've only seen the one Brickhead, haven't we? The, uh, the yeah. Frankenstein's Monster one. I personally think that was going to be a thing for the Halloween Horror Nights they do at Universal. I think that was, mm. like, I just personally think that was going to be like a promo or something. Or a tie-in set, you could say buy at the parks, or or maybe like the Galaxy's Edge set, like to promote the park. So I think it'll be a theme, but I think we might see a couple of those brickheads either this year or maybe next year, because I don't know if Halloween Horror Nights is going ahead this year. I think it'll be a hit. I want hopefully when Hidden Side comes back, they come back with better art, box art. Because yeah. just a, a funny little story: the other day we got a Hidden Side set, we got the Ghost Train. I have it filmed, but it's not uploaded yet. And when I we opened the box up and Clark saw it, he didn't know what it was. <laughs> he didn't he didn't know it was the train. I had to flip the box over like I do in the store to show him like, you know, this is a train. Yeah. A bit better by wave three because they had like at least different color schemes or different color palettes for each picture, but it was still a bit sketchy. Mm, honestly, the the all the pictures have the exact same color palette and it, it, you've got really got to look to see what exactly am I buying here. Yeah, like mm-hmm. honestly, hidden start, I think we should drop the game and just do the sets. Yeah. Um, I the sets do have good builds so if they put all the focus on the sets as a whole and not have to work in these little details for the game aspect i think we could see some solid sets i think what they should do is they should go over to a youtube channel called cut the craggle and have a look at a playlist called lego hinside world tour and and see those ideas on there and then maybe drop some coinage by uh to that guy like that guy in wales there because he's got some really good ideas for some other lego hinside sets i heard that that Link is actually down below if anybody else wants to do it other than Lego. <laughs> Why, this is some solid promo. This is we also <laughs> there's also Rogue listed down there as well, but uh, Jim Blade has to correct him on his knowledge. Uh, Jim Blade or DJ Inablade, I believe it says here. Yeah, uh, says, I said it was 2013. No, so. no, no. The final sets yeah. were 2013. So you yeah, were right. I, I said that. Yeah. So for a year we got no sets. We got 2013 sets, and then we didn't get another oh, another. We didn't get any more sets. So a year later with the January 2014 sets. Okay. 
Just wanted to clear that up. I didn't want, I didn't want the Ninjago detectors to get fired up here. I saw one of them is. <laughs> what else yeah, do we have here? Anybody else in the chat have any pressing matters or anything that they? Someone mentioned discuss? about Back to the Future sets, and uh, I, I, oh, shut up, Rogue. <laughs> you could get Biff's car <laughs> with. No, like, don't get me wrong. I think they'd be cool, but there'd have to be a reason for them to do it. Like uh, Lego only sensible. And I feel like what? if. Like we've got the Batmobile eighty nine, and that is a superb set. It's done really well. Supposedly, like the main sort of big set of this Ghostbusters mini wave that's going to come out next year is a similar scale Ecto one. I can see if that does really well, us getting a DeLorean in that scale. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it'll do a theme, but an anniversary set would be cool. I remember there was the train from Back to the Future three. I want to say uh, that. Got the ten thousand votes on ideas, but didn't get past the review stage. So there clearly is a demand for a new Back to the Future set. Um, so that would be cool. I, I'd I'd like to see that. Would be quite a cool set. Um, I think I just the only Back to the Future set that people want though is they just want the DeLorean. Like, I yes. don't know. I mean, the Delo the train would be really cool. I yeah. mean, I saw a mock that I thought would be great, but never thought it would actually get built. Is doing the square. Um, oh yeah. The clock tower and like the, the diner and stuff. And that, that, first of all, seemed like that's never going to happen. But if they did it on the same sort of scale as like Diagon Alley, but had it more in a, in, a, in a square as opposed to a line, something like that could work, you know, around that 5,000 piece one. It wouldn't, they'd have to sort of, you know, they couldn't do every single building in the square, but they could take a few elements of it and maybe do like a, a master collector builders type uh, set. Sure. I, I think that would sell really well. Yeah, but I think I think that the the next one, if they're gonna do one, I think will be a UCS style DeLorean that will be in the same scale as the. Batman that will be really cool. The upcoming Ecto One. Mm -hmm. That will be really cool to see, definitely. And then they can do Kit from Knight Rider, and then the eighteen van. And then no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Then people are complaining. Why is Lego nothing but eighties? Yeah, Rogue on here. He's just a kid. He's like eleven years old. He doesn't even know. Wow. <sighs> then they can make a. I need English as well. Castle. You know. We should have someone looking for a new host on Bricks and Brits. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I only knew two people from the UK, and you guys were those, so that's why you were. I know you were your favorite people from the UK. We're the only people you know from the UK. My only friends in this world from the UK. No. The other thing is, whilst you say this is for UK detectors, it's called Bricks and Brits, and Great Britain is different to the UK. Should we change the title? No. <laughs> no. No. Let's just make it. Let's just narrow it down. We'll kick Rogue off since he's only here half the time, and then we'll just go with Craggle. Wow. And we'll, make it for, we'll just make it for the whales detectors. So bricks and whales detectors. Yeah, I, I'm with that. Yeah. Any anybody or what would it be? Welsh detectors. I guess. I'm, I, I guess I'll see you guys um, next year. No, really. <laughs> we need you back next time. Which we're going to be back next time. We're now we're an hour deep into this, so we're probably going to wrap yeah. it up here. Any final comments or anything is that you guys want to talk about? Craig, you can go ahead. Um, I don't know, a bit of shameless self-promotion. I'd say go and check my channel, Cut the Craggle. That's my Lego one. And if you're into other stuff besides Lego, like cool 80s stuff, Funko Pops, uh, action figures, comics, I've also got another channel called Craggle's Den. Um, you can find the link for that through Cut the Craggle. And uh, that's just mm -hmm. starting out. So I really appreciate someone to go and check that out. Do you want to mention your stream as well? 
or stream? The Diagon Alley stream? Oh, yeah, yeah. Part two of Elden <laughs> Diagon Alley <laughs> is tomorrow at 8.30 UK time, and that's going to be on uh, Cut the Craggle. Woo! We're going to do a surprise stream for Craggle. I'm actually going to put your link to Craggle's Den into the chat right now. I need everybody that's in here right now to go over and just smash the subscribe button on him. Oh, thank you. Warning, though, you are going to be tempted into buying Funko Pops because that's, that's how I especially true. especially when Craggle starts talking about these Chase ones and I like gets my yeah. collector juices flowing and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I, maybe I, I want to get some collectible Funko Pops. I may or may not have bought a Funko Pop. After what ooh. <laughs> is it Disney? It is, yeah. Well, at the time, I don't think it was Disney at the time the film was made. I got um, a, a glow of the dark pop from the original Tron film. Oh, yeah, that was always Disney. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, got that. Um, nice. So, yeah, that's coming soon. Yay! Um, yeah. I, I guess a shameless promo as well. Um, Galaxy's Edge, episode three, came out this week. Um, got a lot of cool responses to that. So, thank you to you guys who. Um, commented and also nine subs off of 200. That's our other goal right now. I already have it in the uh, chat there. Rogue needs nine Ooh. subscribers. We're not going to end this. Subs. We're not ending this stream until Rogue has 200 subscribers. So <laughs> let's get so on I, it here. If you don't want the stream to end, don't subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> he just lost 12 subscribers. No. Yeah, um, oh, man. Well, in you... all I just want to quickly say new master six, nine says, by the way, I'm 12 and I love back to the future. Yes. You have my respect, sir. Or madam, I'm not sure. Could be Eva. Mm. But yes, uh, new master, you have good taste, unlike a member of the panel. <laughs> uh, Greg, what's coming up on uh, Brickatex and Greg's world and Gamer oh. Attack? It's been, oh my gosh. Really cool this week on like, how many channels does one man have? Too many, too many. My, my primary goal right now is helping Clark with kindergarten, and I'm, I'm kind of filming that each day. And I'm also kind of, we're like our adventures. So every day there's school, we're kind of showing that. Like, what's it like to be a kindergartner? What's it like to be a dad that has a kindergartner? We're trying to do this remote thing. And then, like, what other things are we doing that day? So each day I'm trying to do a video there. And I've been doing gaming, and this is pretty much yeah. the only thing I do on Brickatech Live, but I love doing this, and this is it's just fun. So I, I appreciate you guys coming in, um, Rogue. You, we only we only have one more subscriber for Rogue. This is not going well. Oh man, uh, Papa Bear, well. shout out for just subscribing. I just got that alert on my thing. So Papa yeah, Bear, Papa, chat. Papa Bear is he's a good man. He's been in the he's been in the community forever. So I'm yeah, happy thanks to for subscribing. See appreciate it. Thank you very much. We need to make this like a telethon. We are uh, yeah. now. <laughs> Eight subscribers away. Eight subscribers away. Uh, we can do this. So while you're at it, also hit the like button on this stream as well. And uh, let's Definitely. find those two people who hit the dislike button. Let's hunt them down. Let's steal their children and hear the lamenting of their women. Okay. <laughs> that was a kind of botched Conan reference. I realized halfway through I got the, the quote wrong, but I just kept going with it. We, we got Rogue another one. We're at 193. Can we get seven Woo! more? Seven Woo! more, baby. There... There has to be seven of you that are watching this right now <laughs> that aren't sub to Rogue. I just put the, the link in there again. Oh, this is oh, like, this oh, is a big oh, deal oh, for him. Oh, oh. He said he's going to come back next week. Or actually, the ne what was it? The next five weeks, Craggle? If, as long as he has 200 subscribers by the end of the stream today. Yeah, I heard that he's just going to be like, <laughs> here until he dies. No, but I do intend to be every single week. This is the highlight of my week after all, so I will do my best to be every single maybe, week. Maybe, in all fairness, really maybe cool. everyone here is already subbed. It's possible. Uh, we need four more, though. That's not true, though, because you just got another one. We need four more. Oh, my God. You're going to make Rogue's Day right now. He's going to be so excited. Here he goes. Two more. Oh, my God. Who's going to be number 200? I need to know who's 200. Oh, my God, guys. Someone's going to do it. 
We're going to give a special shout out to number 200, whoever that person is. Oh, man. I, I, my alerts have stopped my PC, so I can't see who it is. <laughs> right too many alerts in the short space. Yeah, but honestly, guys, thank you so much. This is incredible. Like, oh He's God. at 199. The next person is going to oh be that person. Mrs. Oh, Brickdeck already subbed. One more. I'm so excited. He, he just did it. Who was that? Who who was the person? Um, J Brick Bus. 200 i am there you are j brick bus made it happen oh we got 200 God, subs for rogue. thank you so 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 much like, and in doing so rogue has now signed a uh, very formal contract that he'll be here for the next 100 <laughs> episodes without question um, so thank guys, you for that like, j brick bus it's now up to you for honestly guys thank you so much that's made my week awesome. incredible i like i said a few seconds ago i just said this is the highlight of my week and you guys are amazing and that's made this an incredible week. So thank you. Like seriously, bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Like I've been on YouTube before and come back this year and it's been incredible. And I owe a lot to these two guys on the panel with me. Incredible. And in the chat as well. It's my great friends in the chat. Thank you so, so much. And wow. That's incredible. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> We're lucky to have you rogue. Me too. I got I got in before that happens. Thanks, yeah. thank you as well, Craggle. Uh, Craggle's den. We're gonna be we're gonna be hitting that one hard here, as well as cut the Craggle. And um, yeah, thank you guys all for watching thank or listening to this week's episode. We're gonna be back again Woo! next week with all three of us, hopefully. Yes. Same, same time, same place. Awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, we'll be back next.